Welcome everyone, welcome back. We start a new Zman here at the first city of Ismedrish. And for all those listening on the recordings, welcome back. You might not have gone anywhere, so okay, still welcome back. And for all those in person and online, also welcome back. We're learning now a new Simon, Simon Kufnun Ches, the laws of Hilchas Nitilas Yodayim, of washing one's hands. And this is not washing one's hands as we started last night in the morning. This is not after you wake up and and sleep and you wash your hands in the morning. That's we discussed early in Simon Dalid. This is Shinra 367. These are the laws of washing one's hands for bread. And we will see there are other times that we also should wash our hands for other foods as well. And just to review, a very important reason is to the reasons to why do we wash our hands for bread. And I said last night when I gave a share in the Mishnah Simon Kufnun Zayin Kufnun Ches that it could be a life-altering mindset if we understand why do we wash our hands for bread. So what's the reason why we wash our hands for bread? So there was a takana. It was established midrabanon rabbinically that the kohanim should wash their hands all the time before they eat food because the kohanim eat truma. Truma has to be in the tahara in a pure process, a pure state, cleansically in the clean spiritually state. Because the kohanim have to eat in a pure clean state, everyone was obligated to wash their hands before they eat food. So that when the base of Middash is rebuilt, the Kohanim will be accustomed to washing their hands just like they do right now. And you see two major things in my, my, my view of this. Two major things. Number one, when there's a chizik, when other people are doing something, it arouses and encourages others to do the same. So that's why not just the Kohanim, but the Levim and the Yisraelim, everyone in Kala Yisrael, we're all washing our hands to mechazik that Indian, that concept that when the Beis HaMikdash is rebuilt and we go back and we're in a state of purity, of tahara, the Kohanim will be washing their hands. That's number one. The chizik that we give each other. Just look around in the room and online and on the recordings. You can't see the recordings, but let me tell you, Baruch Hashem, it's growing. Number two, when we go to wash our hands for bread, if you have this in mind, that I'm washing my hands, and the focus should be because the Kohanim will do the eat the truma betahara in the pure state. So then, well, how do we get the base of back? Well, I have to strengthen my mitzvahs between Adam lechaver between man and man, and I have to strengthen my mitzvahs between Adam lamakom between man, myself, and Hashem. Imagine having that mindset every time we wash our hands. Or at least once a day, if you have three times you wash three times. Or once a week on Shabbos. It, it, it recalculates, recalibrates the mindset, the attitude, where we're supposed to be focusing on. Especially now that we're in the month of Elul. You hear what's going on? Not just, okay, you pour the water on part here, and then you know what? Unfortunately, many times, it's just the fingertips. We have to get the whole entire hand. And we're going to see... Whenever you tell people it's it's a school for wealth, if you if you do a mitzvah, they also you know the antenna shoot up, right? You know. Let me tell you, 
This is one of those. You're washing your hands properly is one is what we say a school of for wealth. And if a person washes his hands properly but he doesn't become wealthy, so the Mishru says it's because there could be other parts of his spiritual report card that need to be improved on as well. That was one reason why we wash our hands. Another reason, because of cleanliness and holiness. So those are the two reasons we are brought, which are brought down in the, at the end of Siv Katan Aleph. We now continue on Siv Gimel on the top of the page. If a person eats less than the size of an olive of bread, there is an opinion that says that if a person has less than the size of an olive of bread, there's an opinion that says one does not have to wash his hands to eat that bread. Says the Mishnah Rura, the Chavetz Chaim, in Sifkot in Yud, because that's not considered to be in the category of eating less than the size of an olive. Now, olives we say back then were a little larger than the olives we have today, but even an olive is a small, you know, it's not a lot of food. So less than the size of an olive, we're saying you would not have to make your your afterbrach, your benching, on it. And in fact, the Taz Paskins like this, and so too the Bach, that one does not have to wash, and so too agrees the Gro, and the Bekiyayis, that if it's less than the size of an olive, one does not have to wash his hands to eat a, a piece of bread less than the size of an olive. However, there are those other opinions that say, wait one second, if it's less than the size of an olive, you should still wash your hands, but don't make a brach. Wash your hands before you eat the bread, but don't make the brach of alantilas yadayim. You still have to make the brach of hamotzi, why? You have to make hamaitzi. Why? Because you're eating bread. So before we put any food into our mouth, we have to say thank you to Hashem. And the way we say thank you to Hashem is not, not, not by saying the words thank you, and not just saying thank you, but we have to get permission to eat the food. As the Gemara Brachas tells us, that if we eat without a bracha, it's like we're stealing from Hashem. It's Hashem's world. And Hashem says, I give the world to you to use and enjoy, but do it properly. The same way we're allowed to drive on the, the streets. But when there's a stop sign, you have to stop. There's a red light, you have to stop. And if not, and you see some lights, shining, flashy lights going on, and a man with a badge comes over to your car, you might lose that ability to drive in the streets if you don't follow the rules. So we, 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 we have a process that Kosh Baruch Hu gave us of how to enjoy this world. We should be machmer. He says, even if you have less than the size of an olive, wash your hands, but don't make a bracha, because there's a machlik as well. You should make a bracha on that or not. And therefore, when it comes to this discussion, we're saying don't make the bracha of al netilos If it's less than the size of an olive, it's not so practical. Most of us are not just eating as less than the size of an olive of bread. But we should know if we're going to plan on doing that, wash without. A brach.
Now you have to know what is the size of an olive that they're talking about also. What, what, is, what, is, what is that olive size? He says, now, if it is the size of an olive, and even if it's combined of little different pieces of, of crumbs, you would have to wash for that. They are mitzarif. They are combined together. A little piece here, a little piece there. They are combined together. <coughs> if it's complete size of an egg from different crumbs together, you also, of course, have to make a bracha on this washing of your hands. Without a show of hands, anybody like a good schnapps? Okay, good. Now, it's apparently, I've never seen this in this generation, but apparently it used to be that what people would do is eat sometimes some bread along with the schnapps. Anybody ever see that? You've seen that? I've never seen that. Now, the question is, well, if you're having bread, we all know, and that's the halach over here in Sif Aleph, when you come to eat bread, you make a moitzi. So, he's saying now, what I just read was, that if you are eating this bread to help the schnapps go down, where the bread has a status of what's called a toffel. A toffel means a secondary. A secondary, give, give an example, you have a chocolate chip cookie. You make a mezoinus on the cookie and not on the chocolate chip. If you have french fries with ketchup, you make hadama on the french fries, as potatoes, but you don't make a shahakal on the ketchup because this ketchup is secondary. It's called a toffel. So here, this piece of bread that you're just putting in your mouth to ease a little of the schnapps to go down. I know people might say, like, what do you need to ease it? Don't drink it. Okay, fine. We're not discussing that. So you, you're going to make the shahakol on the schnapps, but on the bread, you don't make a bracha. Not only do you not make a bracha, the first opinion says you don't even have to wash for it. That's the first opinion. Okay? The second opinion says, Yesham de Tzarech, you should wash. And he says, if you're just going to have less than the size of an olive's worth of bread, you can rely on the opinions that say you do not have to wash when you're having that, slight, that little piece of bread to help the schnapps go down. So you've seen that? That's interesting. I haven't ever seen it. Okay, good. I'm glad, glad, glad it's, uh, people still do that. Fine. The Balaav Hachi Yesh Mekilim Canal. Now, if you're having larger than the size of an olive or an egg, you should wash your hands, but don't make the bracha on that washing, because once again, there's a suffix. Why are you having that bread? Just to help the schnapps go down. So it's not, you're not, not really eating it for the bread. Not, you're not eating bread at all, right? Okay, so that was Sif, Sif Gimel. But you still should wash. You should wash because there's some say you do, some say you some say you don't. So therefore, if it's larger than the size of an olive or egg, wash. Don't make a bracha on the washing. If it's less than the size of an, of an olive, you don't even have to wash. 
You don't even have to wash. If you what? What's the case? Once again, you're just eating that bread to help the schnapps go down. Let's just say for argument's sake, a different example, that the doctor says to you, take this medicine with a drop of bread. A little small piece of bread. You know, sometimes they say have some milk. Sometimes they say have some crackers. He says to you, have with a small piece of bread. Okay, so, so do you have to wash in that bread? And he says, no. Right? That's just give an example. Give an example. Like, you know, if you're not having schnapps every day. Remember, I, after davening somewhere one day, I took off my toss and fill in. The yid across the table took off his toss and fill in. And then he starts setting up, takes a little bottle of schnapps out, little shot glasses. He pours himself one. He looks at me, offers me one. So no, thank you. <laughs> a little too early in the morning for me. But some people, that's how they start their day. If you have a little, a little pas, a little bread to, to go with it. So he says, if it's smaller than Kazayus, you don't have to wash. We continue here with Siv Dalit. Now in Siv Dalit, we're going to be introduced to a whole new concept for many people. And that concept is like this. If foods become wet with certain liquids, you will have to wash your hands before you eat those foods. If your fruit, your apple, is wet, I don't mean the banana that you peel the banana. No one eats that banana, right? But the apple, let's say you wash your apple. I spoke to Rabbi Shane about this last night, yesterday afternoon. And he says he tries to dry his apple before he makes a bracha on it. Pickles. Anybody like to take a pickle out of a pickle jar and eat a pickle with your bare hands? Pickles are good. Well, pickles come and they're sitting in water. So maybe you have to wash your hands before you eat that pickle. That's what we're discussing right now. Says the Mechabre, If a person eats a food that has been dipped in one of the seven liquids, Shiva Mashkin, and we're going to discuss what these seven liquids are right now. And there's an acronym. Shesimonom Yad Shochat Dom. Yad, hand, shachat means to shecht, to slaughter. Dumb is blood. That's just the acronym. That's not, that's not where, okay. We're not shechting anybody now, or anything. The hainu, the yud is yayin. If you have food that was dipped in wine, yayin is wine, or dvash, or food that was dipped into honey, we'll have to see what type of honey. Shemin. If food was dipped into shemen, cholov. If it was dipped into milk, tal do is on this food, or dom, or blood. We have to see what kind of blood we're talking here, right? Maybe fish, or mayim, or water. Veloinis nagev, and it wasn't dried. So once again, you have your fruit. You have your pickle, and it wasn't dried. Not the dried pickle. It sounds a little like you want it juicy, right? You want it, right? But let's say you didn't dry it, and you're eating with your fingers. It says, even if your hands are not going to be touching the part that it is it is wet. You have to wash your hands without a bracha. 
It's a washed until it's a daim without a bracha. So there was a question that just... Uh, but before you do that... Oh, yes. So the question was that if you have, let's say, a pickle or, or a roshan, you dip the, the, the apple in the honey, so you don't have to wash a second time because you just wash for the challah. And, that, and your hands are still in a state of purity, of cleanliness, so that's why you don't have to wash again. But in the case where what we're discussing here in Sivdalid is if you just want to dip something that gets dipped into that one of these seven types of, of liquids, then you should wash your hands without a bracha, says the Mechaber. And the Ramah, And the Ramah adds, even if you only dip part of the fruit, of the item, you should wash it, wash your hands without a bracha, even if you're only dipping in part of it. Okay. Now, Sivkot, yes, the the Mishru says like this, right column on the bottom so we said some a food that is dipped into one of the seven types of different liquids yad shochadam that's the acronym of them if one eats them then he has to wash his hands if they are wet we're talking here vegetables fruits or meat Vegetables, fruits, or meats. And even though for fruits, they did not establish that you have to wash your hands before you eat fruits. That's talking about a case when the fruits themselves did not become tummy, did not become spiritually impure from the hands. Because the hands are a second level of impurity. And a shani, a second level impurity, does not make a problem for something which is chulin. Chulin is that which is not kadosh, is not holy, is not truma. It's just a regular mundane food. As opposed to in the case where we're discussing here in Siv Dalit, that if you dip it into a liquid, so if you dip one of these, the fruit, the vegetable, or the meat, into one of these seven liquids. Then we say that the hands, the negiya daim, touching with your hands, is metami oisan, makes it tamei, become a first level of impurity, of tamei, of tumah. Tik nuli tolis yadayim, that's why they said, wash your hands. Shal yistamu hamashkin ayadam, so that the liquid should not become tamei from your hands, and then make the food impure afterwards. You should not pass the food. Therefore, if you wash your hands, you will not have this problem. Now, those people who take fruits or vegetables and they soak them in water to clean them. Okay, that's not unheard of. You do that today also. That's considered to be you just dipped it in a liquid. And therefore what? If you take it out and you go eat it, you have to wash your hands first. However, he says, something which is not the norm to dip it, 
or to have a liquid on it, you do not have to wash your hands. So something that is not the norm to dip into a liquid or to get wet from a liquid, you do not have to wash it. You do not have to wash your hands for it. Because it's something which is not normal, and since it's not normal, the Rabbanon Chazal did not make a decree on it. A person takes his finger and he wants to taste the gravy, he wants to taste the dip. Do not have to wash your hands for that. You wash your hands for the food that was dipped into it, but not for the not for the dipping of the actual dip itself. Then we said, which categories of liquids are we talking about? This is very important now, because this question was asked a few minutes ago. Let's say you would dry a pickle for, it sounds a little sacrilegious, the pickle. But let's say you would dry the pickle, okay? And then you bite the pickle, and oh, inside all the juices come out. You eat the nectarine, and you take a bite, the bayer priya eats, and then the juices of Hashem's fruit come pouring out. You have to go wash your hands now? So he says, no. Shar mini and other types of liquids. Hanishotim in that are squeezed out from the fruits. Einam chashuvin mashkin. They are not considered to be in these liquid categories. So there we go. If you have if you have an apple and all and the juices from the apple come pouring out, you do not have to wash your hands if the apple is dry when you started washing in the first place. Let's continue now from Sifkot and Yudalid, where the Mechab is discussing what is this Dvash. We said Yad Shochat Dom, the Dalit is for Dvash, Dvash of Dvoirim, honey that comes from bees, Voloishel Tumarim, Oishel Min Acher, as opposed to honey that comes from dates or other types of honey, so one would not have to wash if the fruit or food was in that type of honey. It's only from the volume of bee honey. The Paisen tell us all of the liquids that were nikrishu, that congealed. Whether it congealed because it was cooked or because it was cold. To the point where means that if you touch something and then you touch something else, that other item is moist. So it doesn't have that the second item that you touched is not moist, it's not considered to be a mashke. It's considered to be too dry. It's not considered to be wet. So the opinion of Taisis is that even if it becomes liquid once again, it's not going to be a situation of having to wash for it, with the exception of wine or water, as well as milk that congealed. So wine, water, and milk that congealed, those three are considered to be liquids, as opposed to everything else. So once again, wine, water, and milk, if they congealed, they hardened, they froze, whatever it might be, and then they came back to their liquid state, they're considered to be a liquid. Everything else, if it congealed, it does not have a status of a liquid if it became uh, a liquid once again. And therefore, one would not have to wash for them. 
Well, if he's that, according to this, if you have a type of food that was fried in honey, if the honey that's on this food is is uh, not does not have this moistness to the point that if you touch it with something else, then you touch the second item. In other words, you take let's say that food was that was fried, and you touch that food on something else, and if you would touch that other item, it's not moist. Then since this this honey is for eating and not for a liquid, not for a drink. Shame Eichelolov. It has the status of a food. In other words, since it's not a mashke anymore, it's a meichel, it's a food, one would not have to wash for it. The Chayodim wants to discuss and say that there's a difference. If you acquire the honey and it's still mixed with the wax, and then you melted it, with intention to like fry it, fry with it. So it never had a, set, a, a status of a liquid, of a drink, because you you melted it for the purpose of eating. And therefore, you would not be required to wash your hands with this with this uh, situation of the honey. However, but a person who acquires honey from melted uh, from a melted source already, that's from like let's say a drink that's called a med. We have this in the Chelakeilat. And you know that the reason why they melted is to make a drink a liquid. Even though you're frying the food in it, so it says explains the chayodam. It depends. Are you using this as a meichel or using this as a mashke? If you're using it as a meichel as a food, then you won't have to wash for it. If you're using it as a mashke, if it comes from the source of a mashke of a drink, then you would have to wash for it. If you're eating this this food with a fork. Then you do not need to wash your hands. This whole discussion is when you have a food that's fried with honey. But if it's if it's uh, cooked with uh, with uh, fried with sugar, everyone agrees that one does not have to wash the hands for it. So the whole shaila here was with honey. It was the purpose of the honey for a liquid. It was the purpose of the honey for a for a uh, solid, for a meichel. Let's just see here. Sifkat tezvav shemen. So yad shachat the shin is shemen. Hanu shemen zayis. This is olive oil. Umashma deshar shmonim ein bechlal mashke. That other types of liquids are not in the category of this um, mashke. Okay, we'll stop your pickup from the the next ches of cholov.